Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ez Hashem, BPM number 67, that's Bayez Plimi Shir for men, Shir number 67. Now, on the women's side, we introduce this letter that we're putting here, open letter for the Kala, that when you look through this, realize how extremely important it is for men to know this letter and the Hashkafas that are in this letter not just for their daughters to be to to like sort of educate them and it's not just for their wives like for people let's say someone has a wife was not on the panimi group not aware of these concepts some of them and this is something that could 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 build build them it's it's worthwhile to share that's another reason i'm putting it here in the men's section i'm going to have two shiorim on this letter on the men's section, just as we did on the women's section. Aside from that, it is a big sight to understand in regard to being a husband. And also, to be fair, a lot of these things mentioned in this letter that discusses the physical and emotional and spiritual health of Akala, a lot of it is connecting and connected very much to the spiritual, physical, and emotional health of every human being and of a husband. So, yes, things that are specifically female, obviously, we're not going to pay attention to in this year. For example, if it talks about watching your physical health by being cognizant of whether you have colds or yeast infection often, or, you know, those type of things are not men things. The colds are, the yeast infections aren't. So we're not going to really discuss it. But we will discuss things that are pertaining to men and things that they need to know about their wives and things that ultimately for their daughters they'll need to know. So this is the idea. This really is something if we're already married, you know, we think about it when we read this, maybe, you know, if we would have known this when we were going into marriage, it would have been better. And, you know, you, we can't cry over spilled milk. And and that's just the way life is. I said this several times here that I came across this quite late. You know, I married quite a while and the first good couple of years I didn't know I know very little of these things that I'm actually bringing out now in this Yishiurim. If I would have known about it earlier in my marriage, it would have been much better. But instead of beating ourselves up about it, we need to have a determination of number one, going forward, you could enhance and beautify your marriage in, in the most beautiful way, 180 degrees, and, you know, in a, you know and, and, and transform it. But it's also important to give our children, our, our chassans and our kalas, and the next door. That's why I so emphasize the education of Shalom Bayis from the age of nine, of, of ninth grade rather. Ninth grade. Age of nine also actually for certain things. But ninth grade on. In the right way. So that they come into marriage developing themselves. And part of that development is yes, in order to have Shalom Bayis, you need to be healthy. Healthy physically, healthy emotionally, healthy spiritually. Now sometimes, Minashamayim, 
Hashem created limitations where, unfortunately, some people are not as born as healthy as others, whether physically or emotionally or spiritually. So that's understandable. But whatever capacity we are at, we need to be at our utmost, healthiest, best. And that is really the important time, very important thing. We need to watch our overall health. That's a key not just in Shmartemis Nafshei Sechem, overall, it's a key to our marriage, to understand ourselves, our bodies, our emotions, and our chuka of what we want to learn and what we want to grow in serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is extremely important. Now I'm going to say something very, very important here that should really give chizik to, to people that are dating and it's taking longer than they wish it would and they're getting very impatient and frustrated. And when we look back, some of us may have gotten married, uh, engaged right away. Some of us, let's say if you're from the Chassidim, from that, the boys, let's say, could, could get engaged at the age of 18, but they know they were Hasidim and they didn't, they didn't become a Chas until they were 24. So those six years were painfully uncomfortable for them. Or even a Litvisha boy. Okay, so he marries in some, 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 um, you know, cultures, it's, 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 it's 22 already or 24, sometimes even 26. But then you look at yourself, I didn't get married till 28. And I started dating at 20 or 21 or 22. Good six long years. So how do you deal with that? So looking back, we, we could recognize that a lot of that time that we spent worrying and agonizing was wasted time because Baruch Hashem, we did get married and life put, you know, all the pieces were put, you know, are together and, and that's that. There was no... Regardless, there was no tayelis of worrying about that waiting period of time. But it's hard because you don't know and you worry about your shtadlis if you'll ever find the right one. And that's where Amun and Betachin comes in. But also what's very important is to give chizik in that time and focus on saying like this. Firstly, if instead of worrying, you do your shtadlis, your date, and whatever you need to do, but while you are waiting, you're also saying, I'm not, the rest of the time, I'm not going to be anxious. Between dates or between hearing of a shadikh, I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to take care of myself physically, spiritually, emotionally. I'm going to accomplish things. I'm going to work on my midas. What happens paradoxically is as you work on your midas in those years, let's say it took six years for you to become a chassan, okay? So you're 22, and Hashem, you don't know this yet, but Hashem is going to have you become a chasen at 26. So you don't know this yet, but Hashem does. And when you hit 26, you'll know it. And when you're 40, you know, hey, I got engaged at 26. So when you're 22, if you would have known that you're engaged 26, you would have spent those four years preparing and growing and enjoying your life as is, living every moment the best possible way. And with Amun and Betachin, trusting in Hashem, we have to work on ourselves to do that even now at 22 when I don't know when I'm going to become engaged or who I'm going to become engaged to. 
Hashem knows what he's doing. And in the meantime, I'm going to focus on working and growing physically and emotionally and spiritually well. And this is a very important insight to give over to your children and for a mechanchim to give over to the boys and girls that are currently dating, that the dating phase is not a stagnant period. It's not there just to stay status quo, flatline, and just go dating and get married. The dating period, hopefully, Hashem should help, should be short for everybody and as painless as possible for everybody. But it needs to be that Tkufa should be an upward trend. Whether it took you two months to get engaged, a year to get engaged, two years to get engaged, or five years to get engaged. You continue to not waver on your focus of growing. Ultimately, the more you grow, the upside of it is, is you end up getting connected with a wife, a boy or girl, girl to boy, that is more connected to a deeper aspect of yourself because you grew so much. So that is one aspect that's very important. Another aspect that's important is to tell a chassan and kala, to, that's the Shana Rishayna concept, before children come, to really strengthen that emotional bond very strong as best as possible so that even when you get busier, when Mr. Shem, children come into the picture and other factors, and there is less time and energy that you could give directly to your wife or to your husband, that you have that deep connection. And that's very important. People have Halisha Sadas, that they, they feel that their marriage may weaken because of taking care of the children and having more children. But even after children, one can focus, and it's doable to focus, and they should focus on their spouse first, in a healthy sense, they're your first child, not in a whole unhealthy sense. I'm not saying you look at your husband, your wife as a as as your firstborn child. I don't mean it as a, as a level of child, but in a healthy sense, it is. As far as the caring is concerned, the nurturing is concerned, in an adult way, not in a child way, but it is your first child in that sense, meaning this is the primary person you're caring for. No one's perfect. Everyone's a work in progress. All of us struggle in at least one area of our lives. Spiritual or emotional or our physical health. Some of us have more complicated challenges. Some of us have more simpler challenges. Some people have harder lives than others. That's true. We don't understand. When Mashiach comes, everyone will understand. But the key is, is no matter where we are in life, we need to do everything we can that's in our yechilis and our ability to use, to learn tools and skills to live a productive life, despite the bumps in life. And that includes developing a healthy self-assessment. Again, you see I'm paraphrasing a lot of this letter, so if you don't, you know, you don't have the letter in front of you, you could hear this, but even if you have the letter in front of you, you'll see how deep this letter really is. You could really think this through and really work things in your life. An honest assessment means not just that you know of your faults, but you know of your milas. You know your good points. You see the good in you that's real and you want to live and build that potential in you. 
So now we're going to discuss briefly the three levels of physical and emotional and spiritual health. The rest of this year will be on the physical, and the next year will be on the emotional and the spiritual. The physical, again, how do I feel like my bo- with my body? Am I content with my body image? This, what she is talking about here, is not self-centered. It's also not going to make you megushimdik, meaning it's not going to make you coarse. Because the mindset, again, it doesn't say it befeirish over here, but the mindset of keeping your body fit and healthy is because for the covet of Hashem and the covet of the neshama, that is the chilek al-kamimal, that is going into your body, that is in your body now, to make that keli a healthy keli. Now, when normally one thinks about it, how are you going to make the body a healthy keli for the neshama? Of course, by doing mitzvahs. It's obvious. You purify your body by doing mitzvahs with your body. Tzitzit tefillin for men. For women, their mitzvahs. Taking care of their children or everything else. Fasting in Kippur. Eating the Sudas Purim on Purim. Whatever the case may be, the mitzvah itself allows the soul to dwell in it in a healthy way, but because of the physical health of the body, again, Hashem controls what's out of your control, but what's in your control you need to work on, that's your Ashtadlis, to take care of your body so that the Neshama could do its job peacefully, which means eating and, and, and healthily, eating, sleeping, exercises, self-hygiene, self-grooming, Take care of your physical appearance. This is even pre-dating age. And whether you have, if you have urinary problems, if you have digestive stuff, you, you, you know problems, you, you check it out. You take a physical. You do blood work. This is normal, regular hishtablis. Yes, he is your healer, but we have to do our hishtablis. Here, because it's a, a letter to Akala, it talks about the, the health been pertaining to uh, menstrual cycles. But for men, it's different types of things. Do they have pain when they urinate? Do they have other types of pain? Do they, and what are their functioning skills? Now, again, for women here, it brings functioning skills, cooking, which is, but again, so a man could learn how to cook if he enjoys it, or he thinks it could help in the shalom bias, fine. But cooking is primarily a woman thing, or so on. Talks about laundry, and even though it's written here for women, there's no crime for a man to sometimes clean and fold his own laundry too. But the, obviously, the functioning skills varies. For men, it could be different things. Their skills in in different types of work, their skills in different types of functionality in the home, and so on and so forth. And these things also could be developed earlier. You know, and, and this is something for learned skills that just like girls could learn how to sew or cook or budget or do certain things, boys could do the same thing. And it's, it's really shocking how many people go into marriage and they don't have basic skills, basic skills of even how to budget uh, uh, or even to realize the concept of spending and saving money. And it doesn't mean you have to be mamish, uh, like like on top of it, like a hawk. Some people spend a little more, some people spend a little less. 
it's not the end of the world if you go a little overboard and spend save more money and you don't spend that much and or or the other way around you're a little loose with spending with a normal range it's healthy but most people don't have that concept of a healthy balance between saving and spending people don't have a healthy balance about credit card debt they don't understand the whole thing and with the interest and how could it accrue and all these things these basic functions of life in order to live a normal life husband and wife they need to learn these skills and this is a mitzvah this is a mitzvah because whatever these type of things that help your body and physical life will help your neshama in its spiritual life and we'll continue, Be'ezus Hashem, in the next year, talking about emotional and spiritual health. Bracha